This show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 well. It does not matter who the host is. Today's Tuesday, April the 13th of 2021, day 103 of the year, and only 262 days to go. So hopefully you're off to a grand start this morning. We are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. Coming across the multiverse of Safety FM. That's not a joke as I do say that. And of course, we are broadcasting at safetyfm.com or safety.fm as well or safetyfm.live or say you get the point. But we're also kind of out hanging out with our other buds. Uh, you know, they're the people from Radio Big. Those peeps. Radio Big. Streaming 24-7 at RadioBig.fm. Okay, so that's going on right away as we are speaking about it. Anyway, so here we go. Today is the day if you did win the contest or you were looking into it, the class with Nippin' Anan and Todd Conklin starts this afternoon or at least afternoon in my time zone. Uh, so that's readily available if you're so inclined to come and hang out today. So there you go. Uh, anyway, so as we are talking, it is Tuesday. So the Tuesday tradition, and I maybe we should start breaking tradition because uh, maybe I'm starting to become too much of a traditionalist um, or something along those lines. But Tuesday trans, um, tradition is typically for us to hang out and start talking about music. So maybe we should do that today, or maybe not. I don't know. But let's talk about it. Let's give you the top five songs according to Spotify. At number five was The Weeknd, Save Your Tears. At number four, Mass Wolf at Astronauts in the Ocean. At number three, Polo G, Rapstar. At number two, Justin Bieber, Peaches. And at the number one spot, Little Nas with Call Me By Your Name. Sounds a little... Interesting. Uh, so there you go. That's what's going on there. Now, the funny part is that when you go into the other side of the equation and you start taking a look at what was uh, trending, according to iTunes with their top five, well, I told it. I told you that he was going to give it to you. So here you go. DMX at number five with X is going to give it to you. At number four, DMX would party up. At number three, Mass Wolf with Astronaut in the Ocean. And number two, Bruno Mars, Leave the Door Open. And at the number one spot, it was DMX, Rough Riders Anthem. So there you go. DMX apparently will be missed, as we've already discussed. But his music is charting once again. Not that it hasn't charted, but it's charting once again. Coming upon his death, passing away last week. So there you go. Some interesting stuff, of course, coming right away. So as we are talking and you know, and you're hearing and all that stuff, if you're not familiar with the show, let me kind of give you the outliers. 
What ends up taking place is you can come hang out, talk inside of our chat boxes if you're on the live stream. Uh, you can stream us across the multiverse of Safety FM. We're on Facebook. We're on LinkedIn. We're all that stuff. We're all hanging out in those different spots um, if you want to do that. Keep in mind, we are a radio show first, followed by a podcast that goes into a streaming service, not to be kind of convoluted with anything else. Radio is love here. You know, that's where a lot of the love for this whole thing started. So just for reference purposes anyway. So we'll bring in some professional broadcasters. They'll tell you exactly what's going on from their point of view of the world. So they'll they'll give you it to the professional method. I will come back, give you the news stories that kind of hit our top list. And then we'll go through some of those, talk about them, and then go from there. So that's how the show's laid out. That's what we talk about. I give you a lot of my opinions on what's going on because that's what it is. It's a show about opinions. And, of course, we want to listen to your opinions. So if you have anything to say, hit up the chat box. Go ahead and do that. Or you can text to 866-930-SFM1. That's 866-930-SFM1. Hit the text messaging right there. Data rates may apply into your area. Uh, but we'll go ahead and get those around and about and take a listen to what the hell you have to say. Anyways, let's get you to our friends at Feature Story News. And we'll get that rolling and bowling right away. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Taiwan's government says 25 Chinese military aircraft entered the island's air defence identification zone on Monday. The incursion, which included fighters as well as nuclear-capable bombers, was the largest reported to date. Patrick Fock reports from FSN Beijing. It's the latest show of force by China against Taiwan, an island it regards part of its sovereign territory. Monday's incursion involved 14 J-16 and four J-10 fighters, four H-6K bombers, two anti-submarine aircraft and an early warning aircraft, according to Taiwan's defense ministry. It comes after the U.S. issued new guidelines allowing for American officials to meet more freely with Taiwanese officials. Taiwan said its combat aircraft were sent to warn away the Chinese aircraft. Missile systems were also deployed to monitor them. On Sunday, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken hit out at China's actions and warned it would be a serious mistake to try and change the status quo by force. Protesters have again defied a curfew in Minnesota to protest against the killing of 20-year-old black man Duante Wright. A police officer accidentally shot him on Sunday, believing she was using her taser. Nick Harper reports from Washington. Demonstrators have taken to the streets of Brooklyn Centre in Minnesota. Some chanted, kill a cop. A handful threw rocks at police in riot gear. Wright was killed during a traffic stop on Sunday. Police say the female officer thought she was holding her taser when she pulled the trigger, killing the 20-year-old. The incident in the Minneapolis suburb happened just a few miles from where George Floyd was killed last May and where Derek Chauvin is currently on trial for his murder. The defence is due to begin its case later on Tuesday, with closing arguments expected on Monday. I'm Nick Harper in Washington. Eleven suspected members of a far-right terror group go on trial in Stuttgart on Tuesday. The men are suspected of planning attacks on migrants, politicians and Muslims to try and start a civil war. The UK government's offered all over 50s and the most vulnerable a COVID-19 vaccine first dose. The milestone comes several days before the April 15th target and means those in their 40s are now being offered a jab. The Moderna vaccine is also being rolled out now in England. However, 
of a surge testing's being implemented in parts of South London where a cluster of cases of the South Africa discovered variant has been identified. Professor of Virology Lawrence Young says vigilance is needed as lockdown eases. It's a sobering reminder, I think. The, you know, the virus is still lurking. It's still out there. We've still got these issues about variants. And the way we've got to the current situation with lower numbers of cases, hospitalizations, and thank goodness, lower death rates is because being in lockdown as well as vaccination. So as we're out and about a bit more, there will be more transmission. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And at 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky. Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me. But I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Oh, so there you go. A lot of things going on inside of the world of the news. When you say oh so, it sounds like you're saying bears going along. A lot of things inside of the world. Uh, so some stuff to think about for sure as we are talking, moving and grooving and all that other kind of fine analogy, words, and whatever. So there you go. Some interesting things going on right away. Oh, before I forget, because I don't want anybody else to say it, there's the QR code. One more time, in case you're, you were missing out on it, just for our lovely little sign right there. I am not speaking at any safety conference or expo. Just in case if you don't want to feel left out in regards of seeing all the people posting on social media that they're speaking at any conference or expo that is going on during a certain period of time. Uh, so there you go. You can take a download to that. 
If you want to, you just hit up the QR code and it will get you moving right away into that direction. You'll see a little video if you want to take a listen to that. And then you'll be able to download the quite fantastic sign <laughs> uh, right away as we are talking about it. So there you go. That's the sign. I am not speaking at any safety conference at Expo between September the 13th and the 15th. It's all about inclusion. Don't forget it. Anyway, so let's start talking about what's going on according to the hit list. So let's take a look, and we're going to give you news. Some some news will be unsettling for some, but we have to talk about it because that's what goes on around here. So after care after careful under the radar planning, several white white lives matter rallies were planned for Sunday were total flops. Protests planned on and Raleigh, Philadelphia, Fort Worth, and Los Angeles saw just a handful to zero participants. Meanwhile, uh, counter protest groups such as Black Lives Matters were on hand in those cities just in case. The lackluster events were documented by live streams and photos posted to Twitter and social media platforms. Many uh, left leaning outlets reporting on the rally stated that the lack of participant doesn't mean the people aren't racist but simply that they have moved underground or perhaps are acting out in acting out more as the lone wolf as in attacks i don't know what the hell's going on man uh so there you go that's the information there uh, some other news, U.S. Army officers is uh, is suing two Virginia police officers after violent traffic stop that went viral. Last December, Lieutenant Caron Nasario was driving his SUV when he was pulled over by an officer, Daniel Croker, for uh, having no, re- um, no rear license plate and tinted windows. Uh, it was later reported that he did not have temporary plates on the end, or he did have temporary plates inside of the rear view window. In the video, Croker um, and another officer are seen approaching the vehicle with their guns drawn and are heard asking Nasadio to step out. Nasadio complies, steps out of the vehicle with his hands raised while questioning the officers about what he has done as he is exiting a vehicle. The other spray, um, space, spray, uh, space peppers spray into him four times it is then placed onto an uh, onto the ground and then handcuffed azario's lawsuit claims unlawful seizure excessive force illegal search violating the first amendment right to, to freedom of speech and common law assault uh battery and false imprisonment according to cnn he is seeking one million dollars in compensation and damages hold on doesn't the lawyer take like 33 percent? maybe he's shooting too low i i don't know i'm just just saying just saying okay sorry <laughs> okay not sorry i don't know maybe it's not gonna play <laughs> that could be a thing uh so there you go some things to think about for sure oh wow it's not doing it not doing it today eh, whatever uh, da, 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 da. Hold on. Wait a minute. Well, anyway, so I guess my disclaimer is not going to be disclaimed because I can't disclaim the disclaimer. What? Yeah, that's what's going on. Anyways, 15 minutes past the top of the hour. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Yeah, 15 minutes past the top of the hour as you are hanging out. You and I are here together. Anyways, we talked about this during the Super Bowl season, so let's talk about it some more. Former Kansas City Chiefs assistant coach Britt Reed has been charged with DWI in a car crash that left a five-year-old Ariel Young with brain damage. 
Court records show that Reed, 35, had a blood alcohol content of 0.113. After the crash, he was also traveling at nearly 84 miles per hour, just seconds into slamming into two vehicles that were parked on the side of a highway entry ramp when Young was sitting in one of them. If convicted, Reed faces up to seven years in prison. Meanwhile, on March 27th, Young was reportedly awakened from her coma but remained hospitalized. So there you go. Some information going on inside of that neck of the woods. Hopefully she will be able to recover fully of the whole thing. As we have discussed previously. Anyways, let's continue talking. A woman in California has been arrested after her three young children were found dead in her home. Liliana Carrillo was taken into custody over the weekend after fleeing the scene of the crime, according to the LAPD, the children ages three, two, and six months were allegedly stabbed to death by their mother, who authorities are calling a sole suspect. The children's father, Eric Denton, is devastated over the news. A family member told the local news outlet that Denton had been trying to get custody of the three kids and had reached out to the DCFS and police for help on multiple occasions. It is unclear what led Carrillo to carry out such a heinous act. Uh, let's talk about it. A fucking mental breakdown. Really? Like, what led to it? I don't think she was just strolling and said, hey, uh, this is a good idea to do. Not kind of the common practice there of things to think about. Um, I mean, it's a terrible act. Let's just be realistic. Let's talk about it. I mean, there's so much stuff going on right there. Uh I mean, it's just crazy when you hear something like this. And then what happened with the contact with DCFS? I'm just asking the question. And I know some people are not going to like that, but hey, you can't plan for some of these things. I mean, now we're talking here. We're talking three, two, and six months. Three, two, and six months? Totally unnecessary. Like, totally. You know how many kids go up for adoption? Or how many kids could go up for adoption is better saying? People that are looking to have kids. I mean, there's options, of course, as we do talk about it. Anyways, 18 minutes past the top of the hour. As of Monday, over 18.189.7 million COVID vaccines have been administered nationwide. Over 74 million Americans have been fully vaccinated, while more than 120.8 million have received at least one jab. The total number of cumulative cases in the U.S. are just over 31 million, with more than 559,000 deaths attributed to the virus. So there you go. Some other interesting news. And then here's going to be the other part. So we talk about COVID. We talk about deaths. We talk about safety. We talk about all these other things. But the damn thing that we keep on talking about all the time is guns. So let's talk some more. A teenager was killed and a police officer was wounded when a gunman opened fire at a high school in Knoxville, Tennessee on Monday afternoon. The full circumstances of the incident have not yet been made clear, but officers rushed to Austin East Magnet High School around 315 after a call came in about an armed person. When they approached the suspect, shots were exchanged. A school, a school officer suffered a non-life-threatening injury and a male teen was killed. A statement from the police said that one person had been detained. Local NBC affiliate WBIR reported that four teens who were current or former students at the school have been killed in a shooting in recent months. This story is still developing. 
And listen, we can go through this a thousand times if we want to and a thousand times more. People can obtain guns legally and illegally. It's not it's not part of the conversation. I mean, it is part of the conversation, but we kind of know this. Bad guys, bad gals will always find a way to kind of circumvent the system. Just kind of the way that it works. Let's just be realistic. But what are we looking at here? I mean, let's be realistic for a moment. And let's think about the last year in particular when we were talking about the pandemic mostly and about people being locked up. We didn't hear about these kind of large shootings going on. Now, I'm not saying this is a mass shooting, but it is a multiple killing that happened here or a killing that occurred here. But when do we start talking about gun control again? Now, I'm not saying take them all away because that's not what I'm saying. But how do we start looking at this? How do we start verifying? I mean, it just gets kind of strange because all of a sudden, hey, do you want your kid going to a school where there's metal detectors all over the place? Probably not. But now, you know, when we're talking about ghost guns, which is the other popular thing going on. Uh, you know, we, we might have some questions on some things to ask. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. So there you go. A lot of things to talk about, think about, and so on. So that's what's going on. Anyways, let's start talking a little bit more. New Hampshire is the first state to administer at least one dose of COVID vaccine to over 50% of its eligible residents. What makes you eligible exactly? Uh, The state opened vaccine eligibility to residents ages 16 and older on April the 2nd. So there you go and plan to do it with residency requirements next week. What? What? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, So there you go with that. As of Monday, 50.9 had received at least one dose, while an additional 21.5% had received their second dose, according to the CDC. The state said that the second highest doses administered are at the rate of 70,457 per 100,000 of total population. New Mexico currently is the highest with 71,674 per 100,000. Did I ever tell you how much I like New Mexico? <laughs> not, not because of the vaccine thing. Uh, just I just like New Mexico. I'll mention it just in case. But if you haven't taken a look at an Earthship, you probably should give it a give it a go, especially if you're in the Taos area. Yeah, Taos just in case. Uh so there you go, a lot of interesting stuff going on inside of the world. Right now, let's talk about the case that is going up in Minnesota, Minnesota, Dante Wright, who, hold up, Dante Wright, who was killed during a traffic stop in Minnesota on Sunday, died as a result of an accidental discharge by an officer who mistook her gun for a taser. What? Mistook her gun for a taser. There you go. Uh, Police body cam footage showed the officer screaming, taser, taser, as the other officer struggled with with right in the car, and he takes off of his um, his vehicle. The officer yelled, oh, shit, I just shot him. The Brooklyn Center for Police, Tim Gannon, said that Monday that the officer who fired her weapon has been placed on administrative leave. Is that with pay or without pay? Just a question. Uh, Demonstrous. Flooded, uh, flooded streets again. Demonstrators flooded streets again yesterday as police in riot gear and the National Guard were ha- were on hand to control the unrest. So there you go. It's a lot of stuff to think about as we do talk about it 
for sure. So some other interesting things always going on. I don't know. I don't know what is going on exactly in Minnesota at the moment. So there you go. Uh, one person is dead. Another critical injured after a shooting in front of the Henry Dunnett Hospital in Paris. An eyewitness said that the gunman shot a man in the head and then fired at least twice more into the man's body. A female victim believed to be a security guard was hit by a stray bullet. The shooter then fled the scene on a motorcycle. Officials did not identify the victims, but did say that the female is in life-threatening condition. The hospital is currently serving as a COVID-19 vaccination center, but officials don't believe that had anything to do with the shooting. Anyway, so there you go. A lot of information to cover, a lot of information to talk about, and I don't know what to talk about. I mean, it's just, it's interesting seeing the things that are going on for sure as we are talking and moving and grooving and all that other stuff. Anyways, let's get John Smalls in here and let him tell us about the Market Beat Minute right after this stuff you are listening to a radio god what this has to be an error that host is not a radio god anyways this is the rated r safety show on safety fm here's your market beat minute for tuesday april 13th 2021 the equities market started the week with a whimper the S&P 500 gained less than a tenth of a percentage point at the high of the day, but it did set a new all-time high record. The move comes just days before the peak of the S&P 500 earnings report season and is a sign of high expectations regarding the results. The risk for the market now is that Q1 growth is already priced into the stocks, which is a situation that could lead to a sell-off. This week's earnings reports come from a broad array of sectors, but the focus will be on the financials. The financials are the new bellwethers and will set the tone for the season. Topping the list of names are J.P. Morgan Chase, Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, Bank of America, and Citigroup. Also of note will be earnings reports from transportation leader J.B. Hunt, consumer staples giant PepsiCo, and Alcoa. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, so that was John Smalls with his report. Let's talk about the other side of the equation. Markets dipped slightly on Monday to start the trading week. The Dow slid about 55 points. The NASDAQ lost about 50 points, and the S&P dropped nearly one point. The lower market performance on Monday was largely attributed to the looming earnings season in which companies will begin uh, their next round of reports. Many companies have had their targets boosted by many analysts, so the pressure will be on the beat <laughs> those markets. There you go. Uber added 3.1% during the session after reporting March of this year had added the most rides of any month in the company history. So there you go. So, you know, you wouldn't think uh, for a moment that Uber people would be riding. But here's the fun part. It's not really the Uber side of the rideshare version or the riding. It's the food driving. Yeah, that's it. What's driving that market is people wanting to get their food delivered because they don't want to go anywhere. Does it make sense? I would think that it does. Some things to think about for sure as we are talking. Anyways, it is 27 minutes past the top of the hour. So let's talk about it. Let's move. Let's groove. And let's get into that one portion that we talk about all the time that we kind of call our main story. 
Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So there you go. You hear a lot of things going on inside of the world. You hear a lot of things that we discuss on this show. You hear a lot of things just going around and about and all that kind of fun stuff. So you think about science fabrication when we start talking about certain things, or maybe safety fabrication, depending on how you want to take a look at it. So let's talk about some other stuff right away, because I think that this is going to be important. So do you know what science fabrication is? Seriously, if you don't, let's talk about it. There is a class that you can take in MIT that is called that, science fabrication. And let me explain to you exactly what it consists of. It is watching these futuristic TV shows. So let's take a look at the Star Treks of the world. Let's take a look at anything like the Terminator. And what it consists of is how would you go about trying to build that technology by reverse engineering? So you would take the information that you have, you would reverse engineer it, which I mean, so you would see whatever you have on the screen, and then that's how you would build it out. Am I, am I making sense so far? And the reason that I asked the question is because it's going to be interesting on how we take a look at some of this stuff, because we want to have all these advanced technologies and we've seen these futuristic movies and it seems like we're leading or kind of lending or moving and grooving and heading that general direction of what it is that people want to see because of these futuristic movies. And we're trying to build technology that will do so. Now, if you kind of take a look around and think about some of these things, let's talk about movies, but also we can go back to 1956 when people are talking about artificial intelligence. Yes, I didn't say that wrong. 1956 was one of the first group meetings that people had about artificial intelligence and how they wanted it to look. Now, the funny part is that we are getting into a lot of machine learning. Think about it. If you have your standard face recognition software on a cell phone, such as Face ID, that is machine learning with automation. So think about it. It is AI that is doing that stuff. It is recognizing your face. It is trying, it's just learning about the curvatures, the changes, and so on. So science fabrication is something that's been around. We're still learning the algorithms. We're still learning on if there is a bias, non-bias, how it's built, who controls it, and all that kind of fun stuff. But let's think about this in different aspects as we talk here. There's two sides to the equation when we're talking about this. Some of this technology is great when we start taking a look at it. Some of this technology is going to change the way that our lives are. I mean, that's just kind of duh and obvious. So that's the fun part. But here's the thing. When we start talking about scientific fabrication, you know on how much we can use this into our little world of niche safety. And what do I mean here? Think about what you want your safety program to look like, because we've talked about this in the past, and how we could do safety fabrication also in the same method. And what do I mean when I say this? I mean exactly that. You already have some science behind some of the safety programs that are out there. You already have some other areas that make all kinds of sense when it's all said and done when it comes to safety. Now, there are some improvements that we want to see. And, you know, I probably should get very out of this method of always saying about, oh, yeah, safety inside of an organization. But maybe we should really start talking about safety 
as being implemented into the organizational culture, which where it should have been all the way along, opposed to we have a safety culture. How about culture culture? But as we think about this and we talk about this and we move forward with this, what would you do if you were allowed inside of your location, inside of your organization to do safety fabrication? You sit back and you become almost like a Disney Imagineer for a moment. And you think about how you want things to look, how you would want this program to work. And how do you reverse engineer this bad boy? To make it work inside of what you want to accomplish. Ah, now I'm telling you, if there's people at MIT that are doing this with science and we can actually go into our world of safety and start talking about science, why in the hell are we not doing this? Because here's the thing, you're going to have a knowledge base about your organization about how that world of safety should work that's going to be different than others. The other side of the equation is very similar, too. I'm going to have a knowledge base about certain things related to safety that you might not have. We can always share information. Don't get me wrong. But that's the thing. If we're going to do something to change the way that our industry looks, if we're going to do something to make our industry safer by expanding, we have to start now. There's not going to be a magic wand that comes about and changes things, but we need to start talking about technology and how we're going to do safety advancements in technology. Now, don't get me wrong. A lot of people are going to be talking today about, oh, my God, chips, safety chips, not chips about safety, but we're going to be talking about Chips that discover COVID according to the 60 Minutes news story. But let's start thinking about other things. Let's start. I mean, the chip thing is kind of interesting. Don't get me wrong. But some people, I mean, I don't even know if I should say anything about InfoWars, but of course, I'm sure that Alex Jones is jumping up and down thinking that he was correct the whole time. But did we forget that dogs get chipped and they have been chipped for years? Anyways, side note. So let's talk about this. What can we do to change the way that the industry is done? And I'm not talking about pseudoscience. I'm talking about doing scientific stuff that can help change the way that we look at things, the way that organizations run because we are doing safety fabrication by building that thing in reverse engineering. I mean, I don't say go out there and take a look at Tron safety because that might be a little strange. But I think that there is a possibility right now for things to change so dynamically. If we really start focusing on this thought. But here's the thing, just like all automation, it is going to have a bias. What? Yes. Yes. Let me explain. Humans are the ones that are teaching the machines to learn. So do you think a bias is going to be built into it? Absolutely. It would kind of be silly not to think that that's not going to be part of the equation. And that's where you and I have to start now. We have to change the thinking on how these things would work. 
We have to change the thinking on what we want this thing to look like. Yes, I understand we're all humans. We don't want people to be machines. But, man, we are starting to lead so heavily into tech right now that it's not even funny. I mean, think about it. Right now, the thing that you have in your pocket is more powerful than the item that took us to the moon the first time. Think about that. Would you trust your cell phone to take you to the, take you to the moon? I'm just asking, but think about it. That is more powerful than the first line that got us there. There's a lot of stuff to think about. I think that this world of tech is encourageable, but the thing is that we have to look at it. Are we willing to take the risk? Because let's be realistic. The more and more we take a look at a lot of these things, a lot of it relies on science. A lot of it's leaning towards an angle that we're not sure if this is going to be something that you're willing to do or us are willing to do because of the fear. Think about it. Automation is going everywhere. So reverse engineering is something we need to talk about starting now. But then again, what do I know? Just a guy behind a microphone. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I was, you know, I love him. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council.
Oh my, oh my. Don't let me drown. Tiger Blood, Joel features Steven Ally. Yeah, this song's readily available on Spotify and iTunes. Yeah, for your downloading pleasure. Would like to thank Tiger Blood Jewel for allowing us to use this one today on the Rated R Safety Show. It is currently 39 minutes past the hour. As I say it, it flips to 40. And we are still broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios. I don't know. I like it. It's kind of cool. It's a a cool feel. Thanks for Daniel Snyder for the comment. Good stuff there. Anyways, let's bring this down as that's coming to an end. And let's start talking a little bit more about the things that are going on inside of the world of the news and all that kind of fun stuff. Or was that a little bit too harsh? Uh, Maybe that's too harsh. Uh, Maybe we should feel a little motivated. Maybe we should go with that. Let's get John Smalls back in here and let him talk about the Motivation Minute. Maybe we need some of that right now. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. Tony Robbins said, people who succeed have momentum. The more they succeed, the more they want to succeed, and the more they find a way to succeed. Similarly, when someone is failing, the tendency is to get on a downward spiral that can even become a self-fulfilling prophecy. I think Tony knows what he's talking about. We probably all know somebody who seems to have the magic golden touch. And I'll bet we can all think of somebody who just doesn't seem to have that. Whatever they do just seems to fall apart. Are one of those you? If you're on a roll, keep on going. But if you're striking out, take a break, shake it off, and then get back in the game with a fresh new perspective. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. Okay, so there you go. I think Smalls has something going on there for sure. Anyways, if you want to hear more about John Smalls and his wife, Heidi Smalls, you can come out to RadioBig.fm, hang out with them. And when I say RadioBig.fm, I don't want people to get confused. I don't know if a lot of people know this, but a .fm is a web address. So RadioBig.fm is a web address, normally reserved for radio stations. So just think about a radio station. Instead of using a .com, they use a .fm. There you go. Anyways, let's talk about some other stuff going on inside of the world of the news. Happy Meal. Yeah, Happy Meal. It seems that when it comes to eating, it's not just uh, what you can eat, uh, but who you eat with and where when it comes to st- um, to staying trim. Yeah, not, not a joke there. Uh, food experts studying how the pandemic has shaped family mealtimes have found in a, uh, an interview with teenagers that the report a vast improvement on their health as a result of eating at the table with their family and without their phones or tablets. In a study published in the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health, researchers note that the slower eating and conversations can help adolescents to recognize when they're full. When families are devoted less time to each other and did not sit at the table, were distracted by phones, or did not engage in conversation, they also ate more unhealthy more likely to be obese. Parents also found that they were able to forge closer bonds with their teenage children, and they all ate together. And those established healthy eating patterns with their children were more successful. The study backed up backed the results would that demonstrate eating together as a family is related to a healthier diet and more fruits and vegetables and fewer sugary drinks. 
sugary drinks. I don't care. Uh, that's great. I'm I'm getting really tired of cooking for my wife's entire family. So I guess that's gonna that's gonna work out. In our house, if dad's doing the cooking, we're all likely to consume fewer calories. So I mean that's always a good thing when I cook. And does going to a family style restaurant count? I don't know. I'm just asking the question. A lot of things to think about, of course, for sure. Uh, so let's talk about some other things real quick. Home alone with many workers making plans to be the, to head back to the office after a year of working from home. Animal experts are warning pet owners that their furry friends may require extensive therapy to deal with separation anxiety. This is not a joke. Expert animal trainer and counselor, Melina DeMartin Price says that the clients who have spent $4,800 so far to help their 18-year-old mite Jasper adjust to the sad reality that she is physically returning to work in less than two weeks. The Martini Price Employers offers remotely supervised desensitization programs, which involve the pet uh, spending incremental longer periods of time apart with from their owners. The American Veterinary Medical Association suggests that the pet owners can prepare their dogs to be home alone themselves by beginning now to leave your pet alone for a few hours at a time uh leaving distractions around for your pet such as videos music and toys and even considering a um a pet sitter uh a pet sitter has been cheaper than four thousand eight hundred dollars i would one would assume uh we have a four-year-old and a two uh, and a two kittens the dog's gonna need therapy anyways i mean that's just something to think about uh my dog met uh met me at the steps of out of the shower if he doesn't already need therapy um i don't think uh he ever will there's some things to think about for sure. More sarcasms than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so do you have AirPods? Seriously, this is not a joke and this is not a... This is definitely not something that we're trying to talk about in regards of selling something from Apple, but talk about this. Laundering your dirty AirPods. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that after a while of your beautiful, bright, white, wireless earbuds gradually turn to this yucky, yellow, brown tint? Uh, just asking. Uh, the, cl- the cleaning is such a gross chore uh, that you never get around to it. Yeah, let's just really be realistic. Now there's a solution. There's a tiny earbud washing machine. Yes, the USB-powered Cardax earbuds washer is compatible with the wireless earbuds and it's designed it says to uh to provide uh thorough safe cleaning without damaging them and yes it does look like a wash like a washing machine there is uh, two stages most of the larger debris is first uh cleaned away using a soft rotation brush the next is alcohol added to the drum uh in the machine which um it's kind of safe that can be used to make up the sponges uh the rubbing against the alcohol misted the foam as well as the insides of the earbuds thoroughly. So it makes it very clean. You can uh, get your hands on the Cardex earbuds washer by backing the project on Kickstarter for just as low as $33. There is some stuff available for it. Uh, the uh, the ironic thing is that the the mine uh, that mine has already made it through the washing machine about three times, and that's not a joke. Uh, shouldn't there be a, an app for that? I mean, shouldn't there be an app for everything at this point? Um, some things to think about for sure as we are talking here. Uh, oh, I, I left. I took the QR code off again. Let, let's put that back on there. Uh, 
for the song. Uh, so yeah, you're telling me that it's a bad idea to clean them with your mouth is, I guess, the other thing to think about. I, I, I didn't think that was a bad idea, but I guess it is. Uh, so anyways, let's continue talking about some other things that are going on inside of the world. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $220 million jackpot or $148.9 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday Night's Powerball drawing. Wednesday's drawing will be for $67 million jackpot or $46 million cash payout. So there you go. Some interesting things going on inside of that neck of the woods. Uh, so there you go. Some some strange things. So let me tell you this real quick before I forget, because I think it's kind of interesting. Totally off the world of safety. Totally off the world of news. Just some kind of entertainment stuff. Last week's number one uh, officials' numbers for Godzilla are in. Are you ready for this? The flick continues to dominate the box office. It's an estimated $288.3 million domestically and $357.8 million globally since March 31st of Domestically, it has taken um, Tenet to become number one, the grossing movie in the pandemic era. I don't get it. I really don't. It's kind of a crazy... I mean, I guess I shouldn't be too bitchy about this the movie's weird and i mean not weird like good i'm talking like weird like bad i mean graphically it's gorgeous but i thought the movie was terrible but that's my opinion but then again i don't know why i go into movies with such high expectancies i mean it is a monster mash yes we did the mash the monster mash but whatever but good for them i'm glad they're making money that's the important part and people are being entertained because apparently a lot of people are watching it. So that's the other portion of the equation. Anyways, let's talk a little bit more. Did you know most baseball caps have um, have a button on the top of the flap? Why? The button is called a squatchy or a squatcho. Fitted baseball caps, not the ones that you have the adjustable straps on the back just in case, are made of six triangular pieces of fabric and they fold six times when they're sewn together. At the top, manufacturers place a button over uh, over the little circle where the pieces come together to hide it. Yeah, on the very top, just in case. It's purely decorated to touch with, but uh, a, lot, a lot of things of the baseball-related things are deeply rooted in tradition. So just in case if you ever wondered what the hell that little knobby thing is on the very top, now you know why there's a knob. Something to think about for sure. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's talk about some other things. Let's talk about some whack facts because it is Tuesday and you need some facts that are whack because that's just kind of what's going on. 49 minutes past the top of the hour. According to scientists who have been taught, uh, have taught them sign language, chimpanzees lie a lot. Almost is the longest word in English with the letters in alphabetical order. Something to think about. Uh, an automotive, automotive airbags fills in with almost one twentieth of a second. Your foot is exactly as long as the distance between your wrist and the crook of your elbow. Sherbert contains more sugar than ice cream. The Swedish word for gift can mean either married or poison. Eh, maybe it's just a it's, it's a poisoned marriage. <laughs> Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family and I don't do skits with my mom. 
I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Fiker Law. That's why we're unstoppable. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's talk about it. Let's slow it down just a small hair and make a quick reference real quick about our friends at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Let me tell you that you are not alone, whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one. Know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences from people in your local communities whose lives have been impacted by suicide. All you have to do is a couple of different things here. You can either go to AFSP.org, AFSP.org, or you can call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255, or text the word TALK to 741-741. Know that you are not alone if you are struggling with suicidal thoughts or going through any kind of depression. Learn about mental health and issues related to COVID as well on their website or even by getting in contact with them. Understand there's local chapters and you can even go out if you want to and you're not struggling with these things. You can help make a difference. So just go to AFSP.org. That's AFSP.org or call the phone number. 1-800-273-8255 or text the word TALK to 741-741. Like I will tell you and will always be the factor, that is the most important thing that I will ever share with you on this show, regardless of whatever we talk about. That is the most important part. Don't do anything if you're struggling until you have given them a call or have been in contact with the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. We need you, so let's make sure that we do accomplish this. Anyways, let's get back into some other information as we are talking real quick. Let's talk about some scoops of nonsense. That's what we need to talk about. Kraft is being sued for allegedly including dangerous chemicals in mac and cheese powder. Consumer advocates have been calling Kraft to remove chemicals since 2017, or they could leave the recipe alone and just put the word cheese in quotes. Uh, Christy Teigen's uh, topless photo shoot has recently interrupted when her two-year-old son walked in on her and her picture uh, have gone viral by now. Even Vladimir Putin is like, put on a shirt. Uh, Two lanes of Georgia highways were shut down after uh, an overturned horse trailer spilled its contest. The horses are fine and the drivers are in stable condition. Experts have said that the camera phones are run, are running our memory are ruining our memory. They also said that Google Maps is ruining the ability to get completely lost on your own. Facts of the day: uh, During World War II, Hershey's made a chocolate bar for the U.S. soldiers that was that meant to taste so bad that soldiers would only eat it if they were starving. Uh, so I guess not much has changed. Oops. 
Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about some birthdays for today. Allison William um, turns 33 today. Hunter Pence turns 38. Tyler Dola Sign turns 39. Kelly Kiddish turns 41. Julia Rose turns 48. Carolyn Ray turns 57. Peter Davison turns 70. Ron Perlman, yeah, that guy, turns 71. And Al Green, oh, good old Al Green. Or, sorry, good old Al Green turned 75 today, so there you go. Let's talk about some things that occurred back on this date. Back in 1997, Tiger Woods notches his first Masters win. He was only 21 years old at the time and won it with a 12-stroke lead, making him not only the youngest winner at the time, but the first Asian or African to uh, to win one of the major tournaments. He won again in 2001, 2002, and 2005. With four wins, he tried for a second most Masters win, trailing Jack Nicholas six wins. So there you go. That's what's going on there. Uh, what else? 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 Uh, Barry, should we talk about 2004? Let's do 2004 real quick. Barry Bonds hits his 661st career home run, passing his godfather, Willie Mays, on the Major League Baseball stats. That was back in 2004. So there you go. Some stuff to think about that happened back on this day. Uh, so let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today. National Make Lunch Count Day. Does it not count every day? I think it does. Uh, National Peach Cobbler Day. National Scramble Day. Oh, that's that's every day of my life. Um, National Thomas Jefferson Day. And International Plant Appreciation Day. Oh, I thought that was 420. Is that not the day that we're supposed to appreciate plants? Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. I'm just kidding. Anyways, let's continue talking. If you need a phone starter for the day, try this one. If you can invent a holiday, what would it be? How come I feel so many people are going to say their birthday? Uh, so there you go. That's one. There you go. That's one. If you need a random joke for today, try this. I wish I was as. Hold on. I wish I was as fat as the first time I thought I was fat. Yeah, a lot of people say that afterwards. I had a friend that was telling me it was about to be their birthday and they needed to lose ten pounds before their birthday, and they are extremely well put together in regards of how fit they are, which I thought was kind of strange. But hey, to each their own. Uh, if you need a question for the water cooler for today, try this one. In the last two months, 30% of couples have fought because one of them did this. What is it? Lost something. And that's the last uh, two months. I, I think that happens like on a daily basis. Anyway, so, so some things to think about. Anyways, you've been hanging out here on Safety FM. You know, that's the station, but this is the Rated R Safety Show, which we've also been on RadioBig.fm. I'm going to move over to RadioBig.fm. You can come hang out, take a listen to what the hell we have going on. We can hang out, share some time together. We play some music, do some different stuff. Or you can hang out here still on SafetyFM.com, take a different listen to the different worlds of safety and different podcasts and radio shows that we have on the station itself. Now, we do have 19 shows in total. They don't all talk about the same thing. Because safety is so diverse. That's why there's so many different shows. Anyways, if I can leave you with a thought for today, I want you to think about this one. Glass, china, and and reputation are easily cracked and never well mended together. Think about that for the rest of the day. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM. And that is the listener. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. Anyways, we can't do what we do here 
without you. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.